Asia stocks are rising, with the Australian ASX hitting a two-week high as banking fears ease. European stocks are also set to open higher, and the dollar is strengthening amid improved uh, risk sentiment. The U.S. Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation now faces almost $23 billion in costs from recent bank failures and is reportedly considering assigning a larger portion of this burden to the nation's biggest banks. But while more stringent capital requirements for U.S. institutions may calm nerves, some analysts still expect a recession. Let's get more on this now with Taha Arvas. He's an adjunct professor of finance at Boaziji University. Thank you very much for being with us today. Uh, Taha, uh, attention's now turned, it seems, for now at least, to the battle against inflation. What do you think will happen in May? Uh, is it really time to hike again? Uh, I think the Federal Reserve is done, or it's very close to being done. And it's not only me, it's also uh, the markets have priced in uh, have begun pricing in actual rate cuts in June, July, and August uh, of this year. So um, uh, I think uh, further rate increases are off the table, um, and uh, it's any time. It, it, probably they'll hold it here for a couple months and then begin to cut if, if markets are right. Interesting. What about the recent moves from the White House, but also the uh, DIC to support the banking sectors? Are they enough? Or are there really any weak links still in the US and in Europe? And we were talking about this together last week. And I mean, there, there was a lot of worry. Right. So I, I think um, what we have to, the, the worry here is that the other shoe hasn't dropped, that some other bank will have uh, issues. Um, because despite all these efforts, uh, from the U.S. federal government, uh, the FDIC, the Federal Reserve, the U.S. Treasury, um, there is this question mark in the heads of investors, or rather depositors. Yes, I have my money in regional banks. Regional banks play a huge part in U.S. banking, unlike Europe and, and, and Turkey, frankly, as well. Um, because of this, people have this uh, assumption that, well, you know, uh, my regional bank or other regional banks failed, so maybe I'm best um, uh, positioned to move my money to a larger bank. And if that continues, if that sentiment, if that uh, feeling continues, then we'll see, we will undoubtedly see other regional banks in trouble, and that's only going to spur uh, more, more, more trouble, frankly. Right, regional banks, but are big U.S. banks taking on more risk themselves? I mean, if the FDIC does go ahead and put more of that burden on them, is there any reason to worry there, Taha, even though those banks are considered too big to fail? Yeah, there are two tiers of the banking system. Uh, those that are strategically important, uh, as noted by the Federal Reserve and the U.S. Treasury, have no risk of failing only because uh, the government says so. And if mm. you uh, if you have unlimited dollars, then then there's no problem. Uh, they name them. Uh, we, we know which banks they're talking about. Um, and so if you, um, you know, the full weight and force and power of the U.S. government is behind these banks. And so that's that's the issue. I don't think there will be an issue with them only because you have a. Uh, you have a big brother who has unlimited money. So uh, in that case, uh, there shouldn't be an issue there. Thank you for this comprehensive analysis, Tahar Vas. My pleasure. And now let's go to other top stories from around the world. China and Brazil have reached a deal to ditch the US dollar in favor of their own currencies and trade transactions. The Brazilian Trade and Investment Promotion Agency says the agreement will reduce cost and promote even greater bilateral trade and facilitate investment. China is Brazil's largest trading partner, with annual trade in goods and services worth about $150 billion. 
Alibaba's chief financial officer Toby Xu said the company will consider giving up control of some businesses as it unveil its biggest overhaul in years. Under the restructuring, the Chinese e-commerce giant will be split into six independently run entities. Each unit will have the ability to raise external funding and explore initial public offerings. And Toyota's global sales hit a record for the month of February as the Japanese group recovers from pandemic-induced parts shortages. A total of 773,000 vehicles were sold worldwide in February, up by more than 10% from a year ago. The world's top-selling carmaker also said global output rose 1.4% in the same month to just below 900,000 vehicles. And that is all from Business for Now.